I'm about two weeks out from taking this year's sabbatical. So if you guys have been listening on to uh, the previous episodes of the Carrotcast, uh, this is another Trevor Truck Talk driving into the office this morning. Uh, actually not at the office, driving in to have breakfast with a couple friends. Uh, it's something that I put in my schedule every single week now. I've been doing it for a couple of years to have breakfast with friends. I wasn't carving out that time. And uh, once I start to put it in the schedule, you start to carve out the time. It's been awesome. So I encourage you guys to do the same thing. Um, but I'm heading in right now, guys, and I'm going on my sabbatical in a couple weeks. And if you guys haven't been caught up on this, I have other episodes on why rest and why sabbaticals are so important, uh, no matter what stage of the company you're in. I also talk in one of the previous episodes on how to get to the point where you can take a month off of work and have your business grow without you. Uh, it's hard to do in that first year of business, obviously. So I kind of walk through expectations, uh, you know, when you should be able to build, uh, be able to take a sabbatical like this. And if you're not taking a sabbatical, at least at your third or fifth year in your business, then I think you're probably not, not delegating enough and not really stepping away from the business and letting your team roll. So uh, one concept that I want to talk about right now is kind of digging deeper into this topic. And uh, I think we all, we all hear you know, the, the, the phrase work-life balance. You, we want to have work-life balance. And uh, you guys have probably heard this, this concept talked a lot about, you know, work-life balance. I'm going to be talking about this at the next Carrot Camp. Uh, if you guys want to join uh, as of today for this next Carrot Camp, I think we only have about four or five more tickets left. Uh, literally, we haven't sent an email on it. All I did was post one social media post. A uh, bunch of, of seats are reserved, and we have four, five, uh, four, five, six, maybe tops tickets left. So, guys, go to carrotcamp.com if you want to spend two days with me, my team here at Carrot HQ, masterminding with fourteen other amazing investors and my team, uh, heading up in the mountains, enjoying life, and really resetting around business and around life. This isn't just a lead generation conference, right? You're going to learn how to generate more leads, y'all. You're going to learn how to grow your businesses. You're going to learn how to scale your companies. Um, but the biggest value you're going to get from this is really how do you change your business? How do you change the way you're approaching business and life? And so one of those topics I want to talk about now is rest and work and balance between the two. And um, I was sitting down with a friend of mine last night. Uh, my family's out of town for a couple days. And so I, I hit up a friend and said, hey, let's go grab a go grab a beer and grab some dinner. And um, he happens to be a pastor at our church as well. And he's the leader of our community group at, at, uh, at church. And so we got to talking about faith and we got to talking about work and kind of phases of life that we're in. And, and one thing that he had brought up really, really hit me and it, and it resonated with me with this, uh, with this season, with the season that uh, I'm in right now. And so uh, he had said in the Bible, not these exact words, y'all. So don't quote me. I'm not quoting the Bible specifically here, but the essence of it, you're going to get it here, right? Is, is we should live in rest for the work, okay? Uh, where we should be is we should live in rest for the work. But where most people live is they live in work for the rest. Now, let me say that again, and I'm going to unpack it a little bit. Because the first time I heard it, I'm like, what did you just say? And so, you know, where we should where, where we should be is we should live in rest for the work, for the work that you're created to be on earth here. You should live in rest. You should slow down. We shouldn't be so we shouldn't be so um, so much in a hurry everywhere 
to be everywhere, to do everything, to do all these, you know, to, to not be able to pull back and actually rest and enjoy and realize and recognize, man, the work is done for me. I don't need to rest. I can be grateful in the fact that I'm alive. I can be grateful in the fact, you know, that, that uh, I have a family or whatever the things are around you, the people, the, the, the gifts that you've been given. I can be grateful in these facts and I don't have to work for the ultimate end goal. It's already done for me, right? And I'm a believer. I don't, I, you guys don't have to be believers. That happens to be my, 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 um, you know, my, my faith focus is I am a believer in Christ. And so here's the deal. Uh, I really feel this applies to everybody though. Okay. So now let's flip it around. Okay. So most of us are living in work for the rest. So IE we're busy, we're doing all this work. Uh, and we, we think that we are doing it. For, so someday, so someday we can rest someday we can quote unquote retire someday we will have this extended period of time where that's the ultimate end goal and oh my gosh i worked so hard i've finally arrived end goal here and now i can finally quote unquote rest right and guys there's so many entrepreneurs that i know that are in that phase you know they're living in work they're frantic they're they're working you know could even be you know just 30 or 40 hours a week but they're always bouncing one thing to the next, okay? It could be 40, 50, 60 hours a week when you're chasing these numbers or you're chasing these goals. And at the end of the day, really don't matter. They're, they're, they're likely ego-based goals. They're likely goals so we can tick, you know, tick the checkbox and go, hey, I hit that number, that was cool, or I have this extra money, or I've got the house, or I finally proved these people wrong, or whatever it is. I'm not saying any of those are wrong reasons for motivation, okay? I'm not saying those are wrong reasons for motivation to motivate your work, uh, okay? But what I am saying is that I've realized this myself as well, is that when you live in work, when work, when, when you literally wake up to work, and that is what your mission in life is, is work, versus your mission in life is to pull back and just be comfortable in you and rest in that fact that you are here and the rest in the fact that you don't have to go out there and change people in order to be uh, the best you that you can be in this life. Uh, if we can be restful in that fact and rest for the work, guys, that's where the real magic comes in, okay? And what I want you guys to do is even with this sabbatical, guys and gals, I'm starting to, to figure out how can I switch that within me a little bit? How can I switch it to where my natural state is rest? And I know this sounds weird. Okay, it sounds weird for the ambitious person. It sounds weird for the person who has all these goals and all these things. And I have those guys. I have those. So I wrestle with this too. But I wanna I wanna I wanna move more and more towards the mental state of being in rest. I wanna move more and more towards the mental state of, of, of not looking for being arrived. Okay. I have already arrived y'all. You have already arrived. Okay. So we don't have to feel this, this sense of discontentment that our ultimate life's goal is somewhere out in the future. Okay. I think your ultimate life's goal can be had today and you can be restful in that fact. Now, if you have motivation to go out there and use your work, your time, your energy, your money, you know, and use your work to help uh, create a, a better life for other people. And that's a part of what you feel your mission in life is amazing. Just make sure that you are restful in the fact, knowing that you don't have to do that, uh, to be arrived yourself. Okay. Okay. You are already arrived. Be restful in that fact, realize you don't have to bounce to a hundred different things every single day, every single month, realize you don't have to jam and grind for years on end to reach this this goal that is going to change on you, 
okay, this, this, this line that you're going to change. And as soon as you clo get closer to that ultimate goal, it's going to move. So you're never going to be able to be restful because you're always going to move that financial goal. You're always going to get, you get, get around a new group of people who have done more than you achieve more than you. Okay. That's always going to happen. I don't care if you start making a hundred million dollars a year, you're going to start hanging out with the people that make a billion dollars a year and you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to feel unrestful about where you are. You're going to feel like you have not arrived until you hit the billion dollar mark. And guys, that's a game that is just hard to win. Okay, you can totally win the money game. You can totally win the money game. You can win the money game all day long. But what we want to win is the game of life. Like we want to win the game of life, y'all. What is the game of life? You know, the game of life is not aiming for someday to feel arrived. Okay, that's that that to me just feels like this and I've and I've been there. I can tell you I've been there and sometimes I slip back into it. Sometimes I flip, slip back into it and go, man. You know, man, I'll, I'll feel like fully arrived and people will finally really realize how amazing of an entrepreneur I am or whatever. When I finally hit this revenue number, man, I'll finally write the book once, you know, once, once we hit you know, 10 million a year in revenue or, or once the, the business is worth a hundred million dollars, then I'll finally write the book on that. And you pull back and go, you know what, why? Like I have already arrived. You have already arrived. It doesn't matter what your income level is. Okay, let's be grateful in the fact that we're alive, that we have a chance to live, which is like, I don't know what the, the stats are, but it's something like one in 12 billion chance that we're even here right now. Okay, there's so many things that had to happen biologically and, you know, just all this stuff in order for us to even have a chance to be alive and be here. Right, guys, can you imagine being born two, three, four hundred years ago? Uh, same thing. I don't know the stats in this, but uh, the, the 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 life expect expectancy was probably half of what it is today. Um, birth rates, whatever it was, you know, probably half of all births um, were were stillbirths or you know different diseases like that. If you got an infection, y'all, before there were antibiotics and things like that, you were probably gonna you had a pretty darn good chance of dying. Like guys, we are amazingly lucky to live in the time that we are, so we can be more restful in who we are and in the fact that we have arrived, that we don't have to work to be arrived. We should live in rest for the work, be rested up for that work. Guys, the ultimate work is helping to, to change other people's lives, not our own. The ultimate work is helping to glorify, you know, a higher power or something that you believe in that is ultimately the most important thing in the world, not that extra dollar. The ultimate work is that, okay? It's not hitting an income goal. And like I said, and I've said this so many times, y'all, the more that we look at our income goals as that point of arrival, the less happy we're gonna be. And so we have to really be introspective of ourselves and go, why are we in this entrepreneur game? Why are we doing this? Is it for the ego? Is it to prove someone wrong? Is it to buy the extra things that we all know aren't going to make us happy long term? Yeah, you know, I've got a buddy, uh, Cody Sperber, and uh, you guys probably recognize him from his ads and, and know him well. But uh, he's got the Lambo and he's got the awesome house. And he's got a great family and he's an amazing dude. And he was on the Caracast recently and he's like, man, you know, I've got the I've got all the fancy cars. And what I what I had started to realize was they were cool for about a month, you know, and then all of a sudden it's just normal. And then you start to, you start to want and yearn for other stuff. And you start to kind of fill that void with other stuff. You start to go, what's next? I don't have this thing. Therefore I must work harder to get this thing. Because if I get this thing, this thing will probably make me happier or make me more fulfilled or I will become more arrived, right? 
And I've been there. And once again, I, I sometimes kind of find myself pulling myself in there inadvertently because it's tempting, right? It's crazy tempting. Those around us, the influences around us, the media, the, the magazines we read, you know, social media, um, we go to masterminds, things like that. So it sucks us into this life of living in work so we can finally arrive, right? But once again, the more that you work harder, the more influences come in your life that are different that pull you up and say, well, yeah, you've done this, but not that. You've done this, but not that. Okay, so I want you guys to think about that. I want you guys to think about how you guys can live in rest a little bit more. Uh, whether taking a month sabbatical is a way to start and kick that off so you can really uh, pull back and think and pull back and really um, recognize and realize what, you know the, the blessings that we've all been given. I know we're all in different circumstances and you can probably pretty easily be listening to this and say, Trevor, of course you can say that now you know, because you have quote unquote arrived or whatever. And, and, and could I seriously ask myself, uh, you know, if I would have had the same mindset 10 years ago, I, I would tell you no. I'm just going to be frank and honest. I'm not going to say, yeah, I would have had the same mindset. No, I don't think I would have. Okay, because because at that time, I didn't have the context. I didn't have the context for what it would feel to really hit some of my big goals. Because I was still in the spot where I felt that the big goals equaled being arrived. I was still in the spot to where work, I was living for the work to finally be arrived someday because I didn't know what it felt like to, to meet this magical, mystical you know, uh, uh, finish line of what I felt arrived was. I felt that all the problems in my life were gonna be solved by, by meeting this finish line. All of the problems in my life were gonna be solved you know, by, by hitting this revenue number that people would finally go, Oh my gosh, Trevor, you were right. You did have a plan out of college. And you know, the, the, the teasing I would get from my friends and, and sometimes brothers on it, you know, it's like, was worth it. Hey, yeah, I proved you wrong guys. I proved you wrong. Now guys, how fulfilling is that to, to, to live in, uh, in joy of man, I proved this person wrong. That might feel good in the moment. That might feel awesome. It might be motivating. Once again, I love having motivating factors. I love having things motivate me. I'm competitive. Like I wanna be the best, okay? I wanna I want to add more value than other people. I wanna deliver the best solution. I want people to be, um, in, in, to, to enjoy the things that we create. I want all those things, okay? What, what, what I challenge you guys to do is really look at why do you want those things? And I want to do the same thing. And I want to continue to challenge myself to do the same thing. Why do I want those things? Are they long-term uh, things that will give me joy, long-term things that will help other people? Or are those short-term things that are going to be joyful for a minute, but then they're, the, the shelf life is going to be pretty darn low and I'm going to eventually be looking for the next. And once again, what I found myself now being to a point to where I've reached some of the goals that I had set for myself that I'm like, man, if I can ever reach this, that will be amazing. I'll be, I'll have it made. I've reached some of those now, y'all. And honestly, life doesn't change that much. So you start to pull back and go, why did I live in work for the last 10 years to finally hit this point where I would have felt that I would have arrived and I could then pull back and quote unquote rest. I had realized that rest is never going to be there as long as I'm living in work because there's always the next thing. And so that's kind of the season I'm stepping into is, is how, what does it feel like to live in, in rest? 
What does it feel like to live in rest? Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be working hard. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to be sitting there eating potato chips all day long, guys. That's not what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean I'm going to be lazy. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm not going to be ambitious. It doesn't mean that I can't go out there and still change the world. It's more of a mental mindset, a mental model of living, a mental model of, of, of like stopping that comparison um, of me against other people that I've, I've been putting in there. So, you know, my, probably my whole life, right? I want to live in rest for the work. I want to be more rested for the ultimate outcome and really help other people live their lives in better ways too. So I want to challenge you guys. Which one are you? Are you living in work? So someday you can find that rest or are you living in rest today? realizing you have arrived, even if you haven't hit your financial goals, realizing you're in an amazing spot to already change people's lives, realizing that, yeah, you can be ambitious and go after things uh, so so you can have kind of a scorecard so you can go after and play the game, but that's not your ultimate outcome. Okay, guys, I'm gonna challenge you. I'll report back after the sabbatical, kind of how it goes. And I wanna, I wanna also kind of track along with the journey and hopefully you guys are okay with me kind of opening up a little bit about my faith. I'm not trying to tell you what you should do, um, but also I don't wanna hide it because that's me. I wanna make sure that that uh, I'm, I'm divulging and it's really putting myself out there. Here's who I am. Here's what makes me tick because I think if I only give you half the story, then you're only gonna get half the story, right? You're only gonna get half the story on, on what has worked for me and what has not. And so um, that works for me. And uh, hopefully you guys find something that works amazing for you too. Hope to see you out here at CareCamp, carecamp.com. And uh, I'm going to go hop in the restaurant and grab some breakfast. Thank you guys. Appreciate the heck out of you guys. Find some time to live in rest uh, mentally this week. Talk soon.